I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round three, 2019. We come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is Furious at Dustin Martin, it's Adam Rosenbach. Oh, g'day, Michael. Uh, what a weekend of football we've had. Uh, t- you know, teams are falling over. We've got surprise teams up the top of the ladder. But really, it just we just didn't need this, this early in the season. Dustin Martin bringing our great game into utter disrepute. I can see the I can see the anger on your face. I almost gave up on the game. I Dusty, you know, 2 years ago he won everything. He got all the accolades. We loved what he did. Yep. And he's been fantastic. The kids, you know, he's got his own nab kid and the little lad, you know, he people love Dustin the Martin. Bonds commercials. He's in the Bonds commercials. We think You know you made it when uh, the Herald Sun are, uh, are making things up about your love life. Exactly. Yeah. He's a, he was he was a lovable rogue, but now <laughs> he's just a filthy He's a filthy rogue. A filthy rogue. A filthy rogue. And they're the worst kind. Okay, so what I'm getting at is uh, on Saturday afternoon, he made a gesture towards Shane Mumford. Uh-huh. Right? And he held his one finger on one nostril and he said, have another fucking line, mm-hmm. you fucking loser. Yep. Now, how fucking dare he? How <laughs> dare he? Can't a man... Can't a man three years ago snort the biggest line of white powder you've ever seen with his mates chanting his nickname? Yep. Can't he just do that in peace? <laughs> why does this, why do you have to try and embarrass this man? All he did was have a massive line of cocaine, Michael, in the comfort of his of someone's lounge room who happened to be filming it, and now he's been mocked for that. Yeah, it's it's disgraceful. Yeah, I'm on your side now, actually. It just poor poor mummy. What kind of example does that set to the kids out there too? Like if you well, if you're getting think, mocked, yeah, they think they think well, it's a bad thing to do, don't they? <laughs> exactly, they're going to be at home going, well, maybe I shouldn't have a fucking massive, yeah. a massive aneurysm-inducing line of cocaine because people will think I'm a fucking idiot for doing. It. They'll call me a fucking loser. They're sitting there with a, a 17-inch uh, line of cocaine in front of them. Yes. they got their friends chanting then like Jimmy, Jimmy, because yeah, yeah. they're eight. Yeah, and then they watch that. They watch the that rubbish served up on Saturday. Mm. And they put the credit card down. Yeah. They go, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think is that the Australia you want to live in? It isn't. Because I, I imagined that in the next series of NAB ads, there was going to be a little mummy. <laughs> a little mummy. A little Frankfurter. Frankfurter, <laughs> Frankfurter, who was snorting up his own little line of, his, well, a, a normal line for an adult, but, you know, for a little kid, it's a big line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now they're just going to look at it and they're going to scrap that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were being pitching, hadn't we? Exactly. We've been pitching a lot of little NAB ads thing, but we were doing like the disgraced ads. So the, yeah. the Jack Watts, the oh, little, yeah. little Jack Watts. What about the, the little Alan Dyduck driving across the Balti Bridge <laughs> with the, with a bikey? That was going to be fucking cute, wasn't it? Oh, it's going to be awesome. We got a little bo- little Boris the chicken. Yes, had to go and get a poisson. The little Fev in the Irish bar in Dublin. Yeah, getting another over. little barman in a headlock. <laughs> little, little Irishman. That you know, we just had a lot of little things. We had a uh, a little Ricky Nixon with an even little girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no, with the same age girl. Oh, God. Okay. So, NAB, uh, Dustin Martin, you have fucking ruined it. I, I feel for Shane Mumford there. He, he didn't deserve that, Michael. Now, he got a two-week suspension for the hit on Kennedy. Oh, so that did happen, did it? I haven't, I haven't seen that. We're recording this on the Monday night. Yes, um, yes. So he got that today. Okay. Uh, probably about an hour and a half ago. Yep. Uh, which he can appeal that if he wants to. Do you think, you imagine he will? It, it looked pretty bad and you know which vision got him. Well, that's the thing. People have pointed out it was yeah. behind the goal's vision that and got him. It's inescapable. You can never, <laughs> Dustin Martin, what was he thinking? He's clearly never listened to this podcast. Everyone knows, mate. He's probably thinking oh, up at Giant Stadium. They don't have behind the goals. Yeah. You know, it's a small boutique stadium. Yeah. They've got enough cameras to cover everything. Why would they yes. bother? Why would they bother? Yeah, they probably haven't even got the edge, the uh, the snicko. Of oh the, yeah, of the gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he got that. He got a fine for a little punch to the bread basket of another player. Is that right? He got a fifteen hundred dollar fine for that. Okay, yeah, because they said he didn't handle the tagging very well this yeah. week, and which is a bit odd. It, it, it's not the first time Dusty would have been tagged. I'm presuming for a long, long time he has been tagged. Yeah, I would have thought so. I mean, word has got out that he's a quite, <laughs> quite a good player. And but maybe just GWS went. You know what? Let's try and get in Dusty's kitchen. Mm. And, um, and indeed they did. And he also got a please explain for the uh, mime gesture because he gave the bird as well. I think that's what's going to cost him. Because remember, Sam Mitchell did the uh, shooting did the up gesture thing, yeah. to the Essendon players, and he just gave an apology. I don't think he got fined for that. I don't think he would have. No. Yeah, and he should have because he's uh, Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell. So yeah. even if he hadn't done that, they go, I made 5000 bucks just because you're a fucking... You're I mean, this one's a bit more graphic, I suppose. I guess so. Oh, you reckon more graphic than injecting? Uh, I don't know. Well, everyone's had an injection. And so not everyone's yeah, had a okay. big super-duper line of coke. Yeah, okay. No, that's a fair <laughs> point. No, you, you got me there. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't because, I mean, uh, I'm not um, uh, vaccinated. So I've never had an injection. Oh, that's fantastic! No, you yeah. don't want you don't want vaccinations. Just lean closer so I can cough on you. Yeah, no, that, that's totally fine. I, I don't want to catch autism from you. <laughs> but um, you know what? The giant the giants have focused. They they've become quite the good side this year. I mean, they got they they had a shocker over in in Perth, but their other two wins have been very very solid. And they did a real number on uh, on Richmond on the weekend. Yep. And can I just say? That I think their focus has been increased because they've got a phone ban. They have a phone ban. Yeah, within the team. And this was brought on by uh, their Ruckman Dawson Simpson, who said, we want a phone ban because too many players, when we're on interstate trips and they travel a lot, yep. uh, go straight to their phone. They do. So they'll be on the bus and everyone's looking at their phone. Yes. And he said, we want more camaraderie within the boys. So you don't have your phone, you're starting up a conversation. Yeah, sure. Uh, just very quickly, do you know who was uh, charged with enforcing the phone ban? No. The big mummy. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. He's walking around going, <laughs> <laughs> he's going around, give me a fucking phone. Yeah, and, uh, what? Is, is there a phone ban? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's deleting everything, <laughs> every video Just ever bit recorded. Bit. What's your password? Yeah. I, I need to know. So he's basically saying that uh, he wants the players to chat more. Chat. Yeah, have a have conversation. A Michael, tell me about your background. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but it also extends past the players. So coaching staff and then... I don't know administration as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so everyone on the bus going, and he said not not on game day when they're heading to the ground because players are allowed to get in the zone. You've got to be able to get in your own zone with your little your little. They want to put music, their music on, yeah. Whatever you listen to, that's okay. Junk time. They want to listen to junk time before yeah, the game. Exactly. They want to know what's going on. Hello, um, hello, um, the Greater Western Sydney Giants players who are listening. Yeah, no, the big fans. on the way to the game. I imagine they just pump it through the bus. 
So everyone hears it. Oh, that's a good point. And they're all yeah. laughing together. Yeah. There's your camaraderie. <laughs> they're laughing at us. But he reckons too, this is Dawson Simpson saying, um, he reckons it'll get their communication skills up a notch mm. because the runners can't come out to them. So the players need to be able to know how to talk to each other. Because, you know, if I'm saying to you, get down the fucking back, you cockhead, and you're like, but you don't talk to me like that. I told you that my dad used to, you know, beat me about the head with a, a football when I was a child. Did I tell you that? <laughs> yeah. That's a very interesting way to look at it, isn't it? I thought it was a bit. I thought primarily it was just the uh, camaraderie, but um, but okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, he's saying how so to they, send the message. Yeah, well, maybe they've got uh, like deeper understanding. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not going to give you a spray if I know that you know something going on in your head. I that's know that you've had a tough have had a tough week. That's probably not a bad um a bad uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Or you know you've told me something in confidence, and then when we're on the field, and I go, no wonder your fucking girlfriend left you. You missed yeah, that goal. Sure, you cocky. Sure. You blurted out right to the uh, umpire's uh, microphone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so everyone, you learn a lot more. Everyone hears about it. Um, and what I do love about it is that uh, Dawson Simpson is no longer in the team. Uh, he got dropped because Big Mummy came back. So he can be on his phone all he fucking likes. <laughs> it's not going to help him. So that's where they're so fucking focused. There's also a phone ban at Port Adelaide. This is from a few weeks ago. And they have a one-hour ban on the phone after a game. Okay. So instead of people jumping on your social media and checking yep. your text messages, you get to live in the moment a bit. Yep, yep. Whether it's a win or a loss or a draw. Oh, you get to experience it with everyone in the with all your loved ones. A who, little bit. Or yeah. your hangers on. So maybe if you don't jump on, if you lose, you kicked it out in the full after the siren. Yeah. You know, you might jump onto your Twitter or something like that. You got yes. people yelling at you. Yeah, yeah. That makes the feeling even worse. Yeah. And okay. also the highs of you know, I pick all the pats on the back. They want to equal that out a bit. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Have you been into a Hawthorne um, club room straight after a, bi- a good victory? I don't think I have been after a game. No? No, just once before. No post-game, no. Oh, okay, because we went to the GWS one last year. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah when we were, they were all just milling with family and friends, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was just wondering, because I've, I've done it a couple of times with Carlton, and you do see the, you know, the pats on the back and everything. Mm-hmm. But Wait, wait, why, why, why pats on back? That was a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> It was a long time. Oh, the ago. 80s. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the 1979. <laughs> I went in after the grand final. But um, are they allowed their access to their phones straight away? Because they've got a phone ban before matches, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah, with the betting. Yeah. Uh, who would hold on to it? The property steward? Boot stutter? Maybe the boot stutter. Hangs no, on to it? No, boot stutter. You couldn't, I wouldn't trust him with that. Is there a phone stutter or something like that? Oh, the phone guy? Yeah. Tech guy? Yeah. Maybe your media manager has hold of it. Because used to be What if you come in with a burner? How do they know how many phones you've got? Oh, okay, gotcha. If you come with a few, yeah, 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 yeah. you pull a warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there and you're going, "Oh, mate, someone says going to kick your first goal." Well, I mean, how strict is that security? Do they search you down? I imagine they don't. Yeah, I imagine they just honour that. Okay, you've probably only got one phone. Okay, all the people out there, footballers can be targeted. Then, hey. Yes. You know. Yeah. You know that if they've got a burner. Yeah. We can get a bit of match fixing going here. I fucking like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, players, get it in there. Because it's not like they put, uh, like, um, uh, you know, how when there's, like, a president in town and they're having a big meeting and they can block out all, yep, yep, yep. block phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like when I played in the ammos and there was the old-timer. There's always the old-timer at the club. Yep. And you'd put your, I think, your phone. I might, it might have been pre kind of everyone having a phone. Yeah, okay. But your phone, your wallet, and I think your car keys as whoa, well. Whoa. I think you put them in the bag. You let another man touch your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. That's it. What a club. Um, You're very yeah, trusting. Very tight down there. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of marriage breakups, but we're very. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd take them, um, put them in his boot, I think. 
In his boot. I think he did. And then there was the always the one day of the year where he'd drive off and forget. <laughs> so everyone's there with no money, no keys, and no not phone. And no ability to call him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, back to the phone thing, there was a... It was in a quote, isn't a quote from one of the basketball NBA teams about championships being won on the bus or something like that? Oh, is that right? Yeah, something like that. Because they talk about that in the NBA as well now because they are concerned about... They talk about loneliness in that they don't see anyone. So they're traveling from town to town and they've all got their headphones on. And so well, there's one guy talking about, you know, the first time I talked to someone that day is when I got to the got to the change rooms. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, I guess, too, uh, with, uh, like, you know, at that, at that level, they'd fly on private planes, wouldn't they? So mm-hmm. at least, you know, when you, you can sometimes see uh, our footballers on a virgin flight, you know, you see them in the virgin lands, like they're surrounded by us. In America, I imagine it's just like you drive onto the tarmac, you get onto your plane. Yeah, sure. You don't have to talk to any real people. Yeah. Until after the game. Yeah, but I think they talked about that camaraderie uh, on the bus is the thing that, you know, can spur you to victory. Well, maybe GWS, maybe this is their year, the phone ban. I mean, I figure it also helps being really good at basketball or football. Yeah. No, yeah. It, you know, each to their own. But uh, so you said that Dusty got his two weeks. Now, Nathan Buckley has come out and said that uh, the MRO, which is Michael Christian effectively... It's too onerous for one person. It's a too big a job for one man. I, and I, I tend to agree. I mean, just look at the workload. Like, he had to watch Dustin Martin elbowing Kennedy maybe, what, at least 10, 12 times? Yeah. Where's he find the time for that, <laughs> Michael Christian? And then he has to go, he has to work it out himself. Is this one week? Is two? He can't talk to his wife about this. He can't talk to friends and family. This is all on him. Yeah, sure, sure. He can't. He wouldn't have slept last night. Yeah, no, he'd been up all night. Yeah, he'd be like, "Is it one week? Is it two weeks?" What do you reckon the goal is? Do you reckon he watches the whole match at normal speed? Do you reckon it's the whole game? I don't reckon. Or do you reckon during the game they highlight incidents? Yeah, and you go from there. Yeah, I think so because every game is broadcast these days, so it's not like anything slips through. Yeah, and it's not like. Chris O's watching it back at three in the morning going, hang on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's watching the behind the goals vision. I think because usually... Yeah, Mug of black coffee. Like, yeah. And he's just, you know, on the no-dozers. Yeah, yeah. Just popping them down. He's like all jittery and stuff for the first half of the week because he just stayed up all night watching the games. <laughs> um, it's pretty rare that something... Because, like, usually when a player's hit, he goes down. And so then they'll highlight that on the coverage. Yeah. So they're effectively... They're doing Chriso's job for him. So the dusty hit that would have been found, that would have been broadcast on the coverage in that yeah, game. Yeah, and that was Fox Footy who did the the zoom in, the magnifying. For it. So yeah, fucking, what's Chriso doing? Maybe. Uh, well, I, is that Kingy in the fucking the lab in or the lab. war room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're He's doing finding his job all for that stuff. Yeah, and then and shipping it over Chriso. Yeah, do they charge him a fee? Yeah, I saw an interesting bit of footage the other day. It was Chriso doing his press conference, um, announcing the charges. Yeah, people. And it was funny because he's very friendly, friendly and, yeah. you know, um, jocular with yeah. the journos before. Yeah. And then as soon as they kind of, we kicked in, it oh, kind he's, of he's straight into action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's, he's very serious about it. And, I and think then afterwards he was like, ah, how you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, mate. Yeah. He's got to be switched on for the cameras because you, you can't think, you know, if I belt a bloke, it's going to be Chris's good luck. <laughs> you got to think, you think he's like, uh, you know. You got to be frightened of Chris Yeah. Yeah. Like as, soon as, as soon as you clench that fist, you got to think, what would Chris do? He's death. Yeah. He's, he's death coming at you because I think uh, Bucks said that uh, the reason he thought it was too big a job for him is because the Dylan Grimes and Mason Cox one. Yep. And so, you know, Chris O's there going, fuck, should I suspend him? I and mean, he's got no one to bounce off, you know? So yeah, he's okay. Like, if so had, Chris O has a bad day. Mate, people suffer. Like, Chris O has a bit of trouble in, in life outside of MRO. Yeah. Which is probably a very small part of his life. Well, say today. 3% right? maybe. Say today he was on his way in and the vegan 
Yeah, yeah, you got stopped uh, in the protest. Yeah, the vegan protest had pretty much shut down in Melbourne early this morning. He's stuck in traffic. He starts to get, you know, flustered about that. He's thinking about that. It's not, uh, he's not able to do his job properly. Yeah, yeah. And then you just go, well, if he had, maybe there should be a team. What if there was like 20 people uh-huh. at the MRO? Yep. A couple and of people for each game. Great. Well, maybe one person does a quarter. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, oh, okay. So so nine games, one yeah. person gets each quarter, 36, 36 people, people. Plus Chris O. So they run it past him. Yeah, Chris O, I've got top of the food chain. Of yeah, course. absolutely. Yeah. And they go, oh, what about this? He goes, no, nah, nothing in it. And they go, okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mr. Christian. I'll see you next week. Why are you week. twitching? I've yeah. been up on it. <laughs> What about the D's, mate? Bottom of the ladder. Fuck, I love it as a Carlton supporter. Someone else is at the bottom. It's falling apart. Yeah, I noticed he goes about 16th, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 0-3. Uh, question without notice. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not ready. Can they make finals? Oh, they can definitely make the finals. They can, yeah. 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 People uh, are making big calls. You should have said uh, stupid question without notice. Yeah, yeah. No, I think last week when people were going 0-2, that people won't be able to make finals. Yeah, that's And then so people ridiculous. point to the thing of Sydney went 0-6 and then made finals. Yes. But also... That had never happened, if I remember, remember correctly. No, no, that, yeah, that was the first time it had been done. But then they proved that it could be done. Well, yeah, I know. But like those kind of things don't happen. Or they have happened once. Yes. So you can hold out hope for that. But the reality is it's, it's unlikely. unlikely. It is unlikely. But I, I would say they'll make finals. I don't think they'll make top four. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of look at it nowadays. Okay, if you've got 18, 19 games left, 19 yeah. games left. You're going to have to drop a few of them, aren't you? You Just by the nature of life. So they're going to win 15 or 16 of 19, which is a fucking good strike rate. Yeah. And they're still without a few players. um, Stephen May, I think... I don't think he can run down the race and get out onto the field. Yeah, sure. He's just so unfit. Is he kind of the Stewie Jew of the modern era? I think so. Mm. I think, yeah. And and I think, like, you know, uh, Hawthorne made that work. I just don't think you have him in the back line. Yeah, we made it work for like five minutes, but it worked, yeah. It still worked. Yeah, Won your grand worked. final, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. You have you plonk May in the goal square. Yeah. Is he, you need someone to be there for the 666. Yeah, yeah. And you just say, mate, if you can get out of the goal square, if you yeah. can wheeze your way out of the yeah. goal square, come out and we'll just fucking dump it on your head. Because you're a big bloke, you can take it. Yeah, yeah. Take a contested mark. Yeah, we'll lure you out with a few. Hot dogs and yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need to be that fit. Yeah. <laughs> get away with it. So he he came from uh, he came from the Gold Coast. It's an indictment on the Suns, Adam. Well, see, that's what Alex Rance said about Tom Lynch as well. He said he's got a lot to learn in his craft because oh, yeah. he just didn't have the proper development at the Gold Coast. So yeah, he's, yeah. He's been like a double sledge. So he rocked up and he came last in the time trial, Stephen May, mm-hmm. which is not good when you've got fucking eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, first year yeah. players. Yeah, yeah he skinny reckons, little legs, noodle arms. I think he reckons he came back kind of in good shape for him. Yeah. So skin folds were fine. For him. Yeah. But for the Gold Coast, they were fine. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of realised, oh no, they're a professional unit here. Yeah. And, he, and then also they talked a little bit, I think it was Jordan Lewis talking about the Melbourne, oh no, uh, I think Angus Brashaw talked about the Melbourne brand. I think Jordan might have talked about the Melbourne brand as well. Okay. And you know, what they kind of stand for. Yeah. And, I was like, and they didn't stand for that. I was like, well, you have for like one year. Yeah, yeah, Like exactly. you walking around 2016 going, oh, the fucking Melbourne brand, mate. Yeah, because your old brand was fucking <laughs> cheating. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that came back out this week. So, But how, how do you do that? Like, how does the Gold Coast not have good standards? Like, do they just go a four-minute four minute kilometres? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I uh, just walked the last, you know, <laughs> 500 metres. You look metres. tired, yeah, mate. Yeah, you look tired. It is very warm up here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a beach day tomorrow, guys. Yeah, exactly. I do wonder. I think for certain clubs, it would be like walking from black and white into colour. That would definitely be real. But again... But then also, like, who are these people who are in charge of things? Yeah, who's like, setting Because the they would have come from other clubs as well. That's what I'm trying like, to get um, at. Uh, Dewey was at um, Swans River. 
Yes. So he would have... Surely they're not phoning it in there. Well, also, Rodney Eade, I'm sure, wasn't going, oh, yeah, you nearly got there. Yeah. It was a pretty good run. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that their standards haven't been where they need to be because, yeah, they've been run by a lot of professional people. Mm, mm. But let's let's pump up the Gold Coast for, them, for now. Mm-hmm. How fucking good have they been? They probably should have beaten St Kilda. They should be 3-0. and zero. Yeah, yeah, three very close matches. But, um, but no, they, they're coming good. They're coming good. And they're, where are they sitting? They're, they're just ninth. Ninth, okay. So they've won two games, and it was a great win over the Doggies. Mm-hmm. They fucking jumped them early, and the Doggies came back, and they bloody done it, mate. It actually doesn't look too bad at Metricon and like, too, like in terms of crowd. Yeah. Like, well, there are a few I, people there. I guess when they're up and about. I mean, southeast Queensland is the place to be. I mean, well, Brisbane um, was going nuts on the weekend. That was and that was a really, really good win. That was a really good win. And also, there was like a lot of people there. Yes. Very enthusiastic. And they gave up a, they gave up a bit of a lead um, early on, as they've done in all three of their games. Mm-hmm. And then they closed them down. They are a fucking exciting team to watch. And what really annoys me is that they did a rebuild as well, uh-huh. and yet they're winning. <laughs> and certain other teams aren't winning, and that's not as good. What did you make of the... Uh, Melbourne running through the banner of abusive tweets aimed at the players. Ah, uh, I think you probably shouldn't have sent them. I think they, they were needed to. They need to be in bigger font so I could read them. By the way, they, some of them would have been very funny. Oh fucking oh! <laughs> fucking oh. Imagine you run through at your eye level and you and see, see you. Chamber, yeah. you fucking can't. Um, I wonder. They could, I think they were for not just Melbourne. They were for a whole bunch of different teams. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think it was a kind of a, a group effort. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Saying don't send them. But would have been know. pretty fun though to pick them out. Oh, that to is to go a, through Twitter and find all the abusive tweets. That would be great. That yeah, would have been pretty cool. Because some of them, I reckon, would have been pretty apt. And I would imagine that after this loss, at the they, time, they probably weren't mean tweets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if if you if you go back over the game, like if you let the the, the tweeter go back and go, oh, this is what I was talking about, and you go, oh no, that's that's valid. Yeah, yeah, you probably yeah. didn't go hard enough. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll definitely have a couple more banners coming their way. Yeah, yeah, shocker that day. Uh, now they're going to come and run out in a, um, a, a positive tweets banner. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be one tweet. It's going to be A4 size. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get through. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they beat... Uh, no, Essendon beat them and... Um, the Bombers was a, are back was, in town. That was a great win. They yeah. fucking look good. Yeah. I thought it was a really good weekend of football. Uh, yeah, it was, it was some pretty exciting games. At yeah. least that was very open and high scoring. Yeah. Which is what we, it's what we want, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was looking good. Now, Tony Shaw had a few words this week. Oh, he doesn't does not want James Hurd back at Essendon. Yeah, that escalated very quickly, didn't it? Well, it came from him being back on Triple M and saying, "I'll never say never." Yeah. to coaching yeah. again, and then all of a sudden, everyone went, "Well, Essendon is zero and two. Yeah. He should be Essendon's next coach because <laughs> it worked like, out so fucking well." Yeah, and like I, how, how many fucking goldfish memories do we have? <laughs> but then John Worsby was getting asked about it. Yes, and that, they that said, was you weird. know, will he come back to the club? And he was like, hasn't been talked about, mate. Get off my back. He was on Triple M for like you know, an hour. Yeah, and then Robbo, <laughs> Robbo talked about it in the same never, 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 never say never kind of way, but he used the analogy of nine eleven. Oh yeah, no, and and as many did, <laughs> he wasn't the only one. So he said that if two planes can fly into the twin towers, mm-hmm. which one? Didn't actually happen, yeah. but <laughs> a truther. Uh, if two planes can fly into the twin towers, yeah. then anything's possible. Oh fuck, he's he's just nailed it. I mean, and Jared Waitley, to his credit, did not then go with what the fuck. Did you just say? <laughs> I think he should have. <laughs> so yeah, so some people even out there kind of. Uh, well, Robbo was putting up 
putting out to um, the public that there are large numbers of Essendon people who want heard back coaching. Okay, but, uh, well, there's one Collingwood person who doesn't want them back. And uh, so Tony Shaw said that um, that there would be players that served out, uh, you know, their, their bands that came because of James Heard, who said would want to belt the shit out of the former mentor. Yeah, and he also said uh, if my son was involved as one of those young players, yeah. I would have gone down there mm. and grabbed him by the neck mm-hmm. and tried to belt the shit out of him. Fucking hell, man. Come on, Shory. You're on public... public. It's public access, man. You can't fucking swear, you fucking... But, but what do you reckon... So, if he does go back there, do you reckon there'll be parents just waiting? Lining up? Yeah. So you got you know you got people coming in after the game, great win, great win, straight up the hurdy, fucking yeah. bang, just ne- a hand around the neck, yeah, push up against the wall, yeah, bang, 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 <laughs> yeah. Who anyway, are you? good win, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually reckon there would be heaps of parents who want to be sh- beat the shit out of hurdy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, also like uh, nowadays too, kids, any kid with uh, type two diabetes, they go fucking Hurdy's chocolate. Yeah. Right? They can't. They can't get enough of it. You know. You fucking. You go next time Hurdy's out there. You know, moving the chocolate. You're like, you fucking dog. Yeah. He's like, sure. what? Did your kid play for Essendon? Go look at him. No, look at him. <laughs> look at the little butterball. It's your fault, Hurdy. So it's safe to say that we reckon Hurdy will be back at Essendon coaching before the year is out. I wouldn't. Know. Yeah, I would assume it's so. It's going that way. Isn't I would it? imagine that because of the uh, groundswell that probably. John Walthall will step aside. Yeah, okay. That would be the right thing to fall do. Fall on his own. Fall on yeah. his sword. It'd be the decent thing to do. Honourable. Yeah. He go. You know what? He said, "Never say never." And yep. you know what? Just as the twat towers came down, I will step <laughs> yeah, away. Sure. Like Robbo was right. He, that probably got John Walthall thinking. He's like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." That day, I remember that day thinking that day that way well into the future, this could cost me a coaching job. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. And I don't know, but I know that ripple effect of Bin Laden. I was taking Essen, uh, the Eagles of training that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just know that Osama Bin Laden, his whole goal, aside from you know getting back at America, was to take down John Walsfold's yeah, coaching. to stabilise Essendon. Yeah, exactly. Osama, to his credit, was playing the long game. Long game, mate. 18 <laughs> years away, 19 years. He didn't mind. He just knew that eventually it would start to, <laughs> it would start to just rip away the very fabric of the Essendon Football Club. Because he fucking hates the Bombers, Bin Laden. The whole family hates him. Yeah, true. I don't know what it was. Well, there's a lot of them flying over your, over your cave. Oh. <laughs> so bit, no wonder he it's hates pretty him. pretty easy to see where he yeah. worked out he hates bombers. <laughs> this is the constant droning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was, uh, yeah, sheedy base, but no, that's, that's mm. very valid. <laughs> now, no, we're going to have... Hated sheets as well, though, I must say. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, I- thought he, he thought he hung around too long. Oh mate, when when Sheeds dropped Derek Kickett for the for the oh, grand final, Osama was furious about that. Oh mate, furious. Never seen an angry man. And the uh, the the cutting of the throat. Yeah, I mean Osama could didn't mind that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that got him back on board. <laughs> so oh, something about him I like. Yeah. <laughs> Next year we're gonna have a uh, a dead player. Or maybe even later this year, we're going to have a dead player in the AFL. We could, yeah. Yeah, running around. So, uh, Lyndon Dunn, who has done his uh, ACL again. Uh, in the VFL, poor guy. Yeah, he's going to get... Do you think it's a bit worse to do it in the VFL than it is the AFL? Yeah, well, you don't get the round of applause. You, you don't, don't get, get little thumbs over, up. You don't get people touching you on the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, coming along, giving you a handshake. You just yeah. fucking, like, there's a couple of piss blokes in the outer just going... Yeah, you know. I can, you know, you might, it might be filmed. Yeah, and if it is, it's shot from a long way. Yeah, away. or you're on, it's on a phone or something. Yeah, yeah, or it's at a shit ground. Like yeah, you do it. I, I always feel like I'm sure this is true, but I feel, I feel like VFL grounds are colder. They look. I suppose cold. they don't have the the protection They're of the big stands. Yeah, they're windswept. You're probably there early. So you're lying on the ground. You've heard a pop. Yeah. You're in pain. Yeah. 
You've done your knee again. Yeah, the guys come out with the magic spray because they haven't got all the good physios yeah, you're there. Cold, you're wet. Yeah, there's no one there. Yeah, you go. What's what's the point? The fucker who's got your phone in his boots, fucked off. They probably don't have a car either. They probably got to stretcher. Like oh, the old school. Stretcher. Yeah, they wouldn't have. Yeah. A, yeah, they don't have a cart. So you're uneven. You're wobbling around. Oh, mate, you're, you're in, falling off. Fucking yeah, it's not fun. You go in, you have a cold shower. You come back out. You have mm. to sit back on the bench like they do in the AFL. And there's no one, no one there to interview you, like and you know console you. Yeah. And, and your parents probably aren't there because no, they, exactly. they, they go to the AFL games, but they're yeah. not going. To and if AFL. you've done your right now, you can't fucking drive. Or if it's your left knee, and you got a manual. You're like, well, I got to leave the car there, <laughs> so you got to get a fucking Uber home. There's no bus, is there? <laughs> no, it's fucking it's horrible. <laughs> anyway, we wish him well. <laughs> so what he's going to do is he's going to get uh, an ACL from a donor cadaver. Yes. So basically. They get from someone who was recently deceased. Mm. So he's looking, he's scouring the papers looking for, you know, 24-year-old fit blokes yeah. who've gone down, like, you know, you know, a car accident or... So-and-so passed away today. Yeah. Um, never been fitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's hoping that someone's running the tan and just drops dead. Yeah, you know? someone with a bit of a, uh, not too much wear and tear, like in terms of knocking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but like someone with like a bit of strength, like... Kind of like a um, like a fitness model or something. Yeah, you know oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Fitzbo. Yeah, that kind of person. As yeah, opposed right. to someone you know who plays rugby league or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and someone younger, I would assume. Mm. And so basically, they get so they just when I'm an organ donor because I am an organ donor. Yeah, me too. Am I ACLs up for grabs now? Uh, I always it, just thought it was organs and not you know other bits. It like depends what you tick on the box. I did it. I did it not too long ago. I think it was skin, organs, eyes. Okay. I didn't mention anything about the ACL, but maybe that just comes underneath skin. No, it wouldn't come under skin. No. Yeah. They should be able to do it. Like, I will give my ACL, but only to a Hawthorne player. Oh, You should be able to notify. Well, what if, why can't, if I want to, why can't I now, as a live man, give my ACL? Take your ACL out. Yeah, and give it to Lyndon. Go, mate, I think you're a good bloke. Everyone around the clubs loves you. It's on me. Yeah, have it. And the club goes, oh, mate, you can have two years membership. Uh, that, that if seems, they put a call out. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah, if they put a call out and they go, hey, we need a we need a fucking rocking good uh, ACL. ACL. If you've got one and you don't really need it. Don't need it. And if you're happy to, you know, do the, the graft, the hamstring graft yourself the long way back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't have to go through the you know you don't have a quick rehab. No, yeah, you yeah, take your time. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah, if your leg fucking pops in and out, doesn't matter. It's mm. not going to bother you if you're going to do that. Two years membership and all the um, chicken salt you can have. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Sweeten the deal. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I'd, I'd do that if you could hand over your. Uh, I mean, how, how cool would you look too? Selfless, oh, mate. You'd be a fucking hero. You know, like what? if you if they won the flag. And he ran around with that cup. You'd be like, you know, you I, get a I won the flag. You get a medal. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. if you had been able to donate... You can limp up onto the podium. ...a finger to Daniel Chick. Yep. How great would that have been? Oh, that'd have been sweet. Yeah. You don't need all your fingers, as Chicky proved, but he could he could use it, you know, for a smother. Maybe he just... Maybe he airs a smother rather than gets the smother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have been the difference between a flag and uh, no flag. Yeah. Yeah, in 2005, you could have been the one that got the okay. West Coast over the so line. So, should we pitch the AFL? Mm. We've got a lot of pitching. Got our NAB Little Legends one. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, yeah. That, you we'll know what? We'll the, back to the NAB Little Legends. Just a little Ben Cousins running from a booze bus <laughs> and then swimming across the river. How cute would that be? Adorable. <laughs> so, we also started a campaign with the AFL that fans should be able to support, uh, donate, sorry, particular parts of their body yep. to their favourite footballer. Yes. What else would a footballer need? A little finger, um, you know, ACLs, joint repair, 
Yeah, I guess maybe... Why they eat an organ? I mean, like uh, Jesse Hogan with the testicular cancer. I don't know if he had it removed. No, he would have had it removed. Yes, most I don't likely. Know if, I don't know if he got the little ball replacement yep. that you can get. Oh, but so can can you donate a nut? If you yeah, if are you able to donate a testicle to someone? Yeah, I can't see why not. Just say hey, mate. I've loved you, you know, all your time at Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I wish you, you know, bright future at Frio. Yep. Here's a testicle. Here's a testicle in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? What, what? what do you mean? What do you mean? No one, no one worded you up on this yeah, before yeah, I showed yeah. up here. Yeah. No, don't ask. Don't ask, and don't ask if it can be done. Just fucking hack one of your own uh-huh. own off, and yeah. then just yeah, put it in some kind of saline. Solution or pack it in ice, and you know what too. If you, if saline, you saline, if you have ACLs ready to go, then I think players are going to go a little bit harder. A little bit harder, don't you think? Like, oh, if they've got a backlog, yeah, yeah. If sure. you've got twenty at the club and you know they're there, yeah, and you go, fuck, mate, just go, go yeah. your hardest, twist. You won't complain too much about you know surfaces at marble and stuff like that. No, no, like you can injure yourself in the first quarter. Mm. You're back on in the last. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you go, you fucking go your hardest. I like it. The one thing, I, one interesting thing I found about this story mm. is that, uh, so this was April 3rd is that story. So last week, whenever. Anyway, the doctor had to come back for it. was on a trip for her to London. Yeah, I saw that. Came back and then he met with uh, Lyndon at the airport. Yeah, that's interesting. So he met Dunn at the airport before flying out in the hours after his punt rate accident. So was he going to London? Either way, he met him at the airport. I don't. I don't really know if I want my doctor yeah. to be meeting me at the airport. I yep. don't know if he if he's taking it hundred percent seriously. <laughs> he's just come out of he's come out of the lounge. He's like got duty free under his arm. He's a surgeon. There's no way he's not in the business lounge. So he's, yeah, had a, yeah. he's had a couple of he's had a couple <laughs> of travellers. But then he comes out and says, Oh yeah, sure, you know, bend your knee for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, that's cool. no good. No worries. Anyway. They call him a flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found that a, a weird little note to go and meet your doctor at the airport. Yeah, that that is couldn't couldn't you have just um, spoken to him on the phone? Well, I suppose he had to see it in person, but I don't know. But I'm sure the physios like they knew he'd fling him an twenty ACL. bucks or whatever to get on the sky bus. Just meet him in town. Meet right. him closer. Yeah, and actually, that does that can he can Lyndon Dunn is that part of the soft cap like him going out there having to pay an exorbitant amount for parking? Parking, yeah. And then coming back, what did he eat at the airport? What did he buy? That yeah. would be ridiculous. Yeah, that, too. that would come into the soft cap as well. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Finding a lot of holes in the RA Unless phone. this particular surgeon just happens to operate out of the airport. Well, he's that's mobile. The thing. <laughs> you need a you need a um you need an ACL done, bang, he's there. He's yeah, airport. Sure, he goes, sure. I'm already I'm already here. Yeah, sure. Where Any airport you? you want. Yeah, you're in Singapore, bang, I'll be there in nine hours. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Yeah, Adelaide. Yep. You know. I'll check you out. Yeah, mate, you know where it could go? I hear that Perth Airport is great. Yeah, a place to go. <laughs> yeah, I saw it advertised very heavily <laughs> and that's why. Um so another injury was for Ben Jacobs. Yeah, this is this is an interesting one, isn't it? Now we had a friend Jack Frost on the Junk Time Apple podcast just before Christmas. Yeah. Check it out in the archive. He talked about his um, experiences with concussion mm. and the uh, impact that had on his career. So Ben Jacobs initially, uh, he basically had really bad whiplash. He did have really. I, I don't remember this particular story. Well, that's because it's um, North Melbourne. <laughs> and so uh, they tend not to. The only thing that you hear about North Melbourne is uh, when they go, they're trying to land a big fish. There is, uh, and, they, and they got a war chest. Yes, they do have a war chest. So that's that's all we know about North war chest, big fish. So here are the few uh, few of the symptoms. Um, he felt spaced out in the weeks after the incident. 
Yeah, so he had severe face and neck pain. Now, a lot of AFL players feel spaced out, man. Yeah, true, true. More during the off-season. Yes, they do spend a lot of time when we see it on Instagram. Uh, he had headaches, he had blocked ears, and a feeling of pressure in his head. Yeah. That's not good. No, no, you don't want to kind of go, oh, someone's going to come along, you know, old school and drill a hole in my head. To, <laughs> to release the pressure. Uh, he had surgery on a sinus issue. Uh, he had to burn off a nerve block in his neck. So basically, but is it, I know, okay, so um, he's, he's in pain and they burn off the end of a nerve to block that pain, but isn't that your body going, hey, you've got pain, you shouldn't go back out and do don't something. Just you don't, you don't it. just yeah. go, oh yeah, no, sure. I'll deaden all the fucking nerves yeah, yeah. around it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Un- unless they think that you can't do more damage, which I'm sure is probably what they're thinking here. But no, you're right. It's like the few injuries where they give a painkiller because they go, you're not going to make it worse. Yes. But then um, it doesn't help you. Uh, he wears a daytime mouth guard to help realign his jaw, as well as a night guard to stop uh, the debilitating sleep apnea, apnea that has troubled him for months. So, young bloke with uh, sleep apnea. So, p- perhaps, though, he's uh, sleeping on his back. Because can you get sleep apnea if you sleep on your side? That's a very good question. Because I always just thought it's, you know, because of that choking that, yeah, you know, that and you wake you that like Weighing down on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, and he has a quote here saying he's never going to go on the Gravitron ever again. It's just you, you just don't realise what footballers <laughs> give up, do you? Like if he can't go on that, but he isn't retiring. No, why would you? Yeah, he hopes to come back sooner rather than later. But yeah, so I suppose he's taken. Well, I mean, heck, fuck, we lost um, Liam Piggin, um last week, didn't we? So you know, it's happening more and more. Yeah, he said the sleep apnea is one of the hardest things to deal with. Is uh, you kind of stop breathing a certain amount of times. Normal is like a couple of times, but I'm like 10 to 12 times. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Some of the figures on sleep apnea are amazing. I had a mate who was telling me about it and like the number of times that he'd um, actually sleep in a minute, like or wake up during... Really? Night. Yeah, and the length of sleep that you actually think you're getting, but you're not. Yeah, okay. So you are... Because you, you don't wake up, do you? But you're not in a deep Stop sleep. Stop breathing. You stop breathing. Yeah. And that's bad, is it? That's bad in some parts of the country. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, coach is under the fire, Adam. What? Already? Well, yeah, a little bit. Brad Scott. Collingwood, uh, North Melbourne people are already turning on him. Yeah, well, you know what? I can see why. They loaded up with, um, who they get? They got Jared Polak and they got Aaron Hall. So they loaded up with outside speed. That's what everyone said they needed. Mm. And yet, all of a sudden, the 666 has been really bad for North Melbourne. They've yeah. been smashed it, uh, out of the centre. It'll be 10 years of Brad Scott by the end of this year. Best results were two prelims in 14 and 15. Yeah, okay. Probably made the finals, what, five out of the 10 years? Yeah, reckon? I reckon. Yeah, that sounds about right. about right. I guess the last couple of years they've been close but not quite. Mm. And But no one really rates them as, as a premiership threat. No, no. And last year, would they st- did they win their first nine? Uh, I've got a feeling that might have been the year before, but I could be telling okay. a lie. But they, yeah, they finished just outside the eight last year. They've done it a couple of years in a row. They've mm. never looked threatening, but they've always... Been thereabouts, yeah. You know, but they just haven't gone up. Yeah. I, do you, if you're a North fan, would you be frustrated? I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Josh Earl, about this yesterday, mm-hmm. and I said, "Would you want to get rid of Brad Scott?" And he said, "I would if there was a proper candidate." Yeah. Okay. If they knew who they were getting and was going to make the list, you know, and the team better. I suppose those super duper coaches are not really out there anymore. Like, uh, Ruzi's not going to do it again. Oh. Like Mick Malthouse. I'm talking about that kind of yeah, that era. Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. You know. Cool. Um, All right. What about left of the field? James Hurd. North. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, sure. Better enemies, North and uh, Yeah, that's okay. I mean, they had the marshmallow game, if mm. you remember. Mm. But uh, it, it could be overcome. Like, North fans could over overlook that mm-hmm. if they knew. If they were getting hurty. Yeah. This is a man who coached the Paris Pood- Poodles to many, many championships. Is it a little bit close to Western? Like, and so they'll still be able to find him to bash the shit out of him? Oh, okay. Yeah, but he doesn't live... No, he lives in a lovely place in Turak. Yeah. I can show you the address if you want. Yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> that would be great. I don't know. Is it time for Brad Scott to... Like, if they don't make the finals this year... He will be under the pump, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, you have to you have to almost uh, uh, pinch a coach from another club. You know, chuck a million dollars at Clark or whatever. Uh, yep. Not not a million, I meant more than that. But yep. that's a big figure. <laughs> what about, could they get Chris Scott? Is he gettable? Well, that's the thing. Why don't they do a switcheroo? Like Parker and uh, uh, Robert, Robert Walls all the yeah, way back. That's right. Yeah. Well, I imagine Geelong aren't that keen to get rid of Chris Scott at the moment. They're flying. The they cats. are flying. They're going great guns. So... Maybe they... I don't know. Who do you go for? I mean, you know, we've fucking milked everyone from Clarko. Yeah, they have, yeah. Who yeah. are your assistants there now, just out of... Sheesh. Sam um, Mitchell. There you go. Yeah, He's that's your one. next coach yeah. in waiting, and I reckon he'll be hanging around Hawthorne until he gets the top job. Or it's that kind of thing with Bevo. If things don't go well for another two years, do you reckon? Oh. I wonder, wonder about that. Like, you know, the Alan, Alan McAllister, Lee Matthews has a job for life. Yep. And that lasted five more years, if I remember correctly. Yeah, okay. I think end of 95, he stopped coaching Collingwood. Yep. And now that's a thing you say after a premiership and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't yes. mean much. Yeah. I do wonder, how long do the doggies have to miss finals before they do tap Bevo on the shoulder? Or Dimmer in that same same way. Yeah. Not saying it's going to happen. No, no, no. I would like say... How many, how, many, how, many, how many years does a premiership get you? Yeah, I would say another two for, um, for Bevo. I would reckon a couple more because I reckon... Richmond reckon they've probably got the list, and then they go, "Well, it's gonna they're gonna struggle this year because of the injuries, mm-hmm. and so we'll give Dimmer a little bit more time." But I reckon Bevo, although they start they're playing like they did a couple of years ago. Oh, that would be classic Richmond if they just got rid of Dimmer at the end of this year. Yes, that, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Not unheard of. Yeah, tell you who's had a fucking big couple of weeks. Ralph the Roof. What? What? He's fucking. He's very prolific with the tweets, isn't he? He's a little too prolific for yeah, mine. Just yeah. do your fucking job, Ralphie. Why well, don't you close it. yourself? Well, yeah, focus on the game. So mate. I went to the game. I went to Carlton Sydney on. Uh, Saturday, and it was quite overcast, so it wasn't um, bad to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't stark shadow and brightness. But yesterday's game, the Gold Coast uh, Bulldogs game, that was fucking horrific to see. Mm-hmm. And I think Ralph needs to have a fuck, pull his fucking head in and just close. Why don't they just make a rule? Shut the roof. I don't know. Because it, it looks terrible on the broadcast, and if you're there, I reckon it's, it's shit as well. Well, if you're and sitting the, in parts of the stand, yeah. you get the sun in your eyes. And the fucking players hate it. You yeah. know when the players are going to put their hands up to mark a ball? Yeah, what, just, I, what, what is the benefit of having the roof open? A bit of warmth. It doesn't know. look better. Like, no, it doesn't really. It doesn't look better at any, for anyone. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, work feel for anyone. Different, like, I mean, maybe it lets the grass grow a little bit longer, but when you've got 36 blokes running over it, does the it's roof, not help it. The roof would keep the noise in a bit more, so you figure the atmosphere would be better. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it would. Yeah, but maybe when it's not a big crowd, they don't you don't don't want you to notice how quiet it is, and mm-hmm. so you think, oh, all the noise is going out the roof. Well, they don't want to, you know, if it's not a big crowd, they don't want to use that extra electricity to shut the roof, uh, because they okay. go, well, we're not going to generate that much money today. But see, if it was a bigger crowd, then I you have the roof it. open and it's cooler. Because the, the warmth is coming. So you, you close the roof, you make everything warmer. It's nice, it's cozy. Yeah, fucking Ralph has to fucking answer some serious questions. No, the guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, fucking hate He's Ralph. one of the worst roofs I've ever heard of. <laughs> now, I uh, finished up my comedy festival season uh, uh, yeah. this last weekend. And uh, fucking... So I was doing my show on Saturday night. What was that? It was a sold out. It was. I'm doing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting 
probably about the 50th minute of my show. So it was, it was a really fun fun night. Everyone was having fun. People are checking then, their phones there. No, mate. No one checked their... Well, a couple of people checked their phones. You, you don't deal with it. Bit like, I can't much, see the walkouts, mate. How much longer is this going for? A little bit of that. A little bit of people going to the bar. Yeah, a bit of sleep apnea. <laughs> but from, uh, from way down the back, I just hear... In the third a, row. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear a Gatorade Bukaki. Oh, okay. And I was like... Hey, your mum was there, right? Yay! <laughs> and so everyone heard. It was in a moment of silence. Yeah. Oh, well. One of the hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep going with this. And, um, and I was like, oh, fuck. I go, all right, I've, I've got to explain this because this is so fucking out of context and cryptic. Sure. Um, and so then I had to try and, you know how it's not that easy to explain a Gatorade Bukaki. So I said, Bukaki. you know, the Gatorade shower. Well, we call that the Gatorade Bukaki. Mm. And... If you don't know what a bukkake is... Well, then did you have to then explain what a bukkake is? Well, I said, if you don't know what it... Because that got a laugh, mm. people who knew it. And I said, if you don't know what a bukkake is, just Google it at work on Monday. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so nice. hopefully uh, a lot of people are um, unemployed. Yeah, thanks sure, to me. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that was that was a little bit of fun. A few junk timers uh, bowled through over the course of the season. So oh, that's good. To everyone who came along. Did you get any AFL umpires this time? No, I don't know if Scotty McLaren did make a return. Maybe he just... Mm. He'd already seen me. He's gone, I've already seen... Seeing it, this is just the best of. Oh, you call it the best of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scotty's a purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Isn't he's he? like new, on, new new gear. I'm not going. Yep. No, he's he's very adamant. He was always like that when he was uh, when he was umpiring, and are you good on him for sticking it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, some footballers in real life, Adam. Hit me. Ah, oh, we've been talking about this guy a little bit from Nathan. We haven't been talking about Nathan, but okay, it's from Nathan. <laughs> yep. I was grabbing a quick bite for lunch at Colin's Place Food Court and standing in line in front of me was James Hurd. Whoa. He was picking up a Kato, Kato, Keto, K-E-T-O, Keto? Yep. Keto Power Bowl from the Hawaiian Poke Place. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Uh, No need to name them and give away a free plug. At the prices they're charging, they must be doing very well. (laughs) He didn't appear to be carrying any niggles from his cycling accident late last year. Yep. Uh, he did almost forget his bottle of water. The girl behind the counter had to yell out to him to come and grab it as he was walking off. After all that time on field, I, I guess he'd get used to people just bringing it to <laughs> So that's good to know that he's uh, he's on the keto diet, he's trying to keep himself fit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were on the keto diet for a while, though, when I you were was, in hospital. I was, on, I was on a really good keto <laughs> diet. On the ketamine yeah. diet, yeah. Two days of ketamine. Fuck yeah. Uh, from Jason. Currently standing behind Razor Ray as we speak at Brisbane Airport, waiting to board my flight to Melbourne. Yep. The There are two other umpires next to him. Over their shoulder, I can read Pink Maggot and Lime Green Maggot on their boarding <laughs> pass. Had the PA team uh, walk past me while I was partying in the lounge. Yes, I'm doing very well for myself, but don't count that as in real life. Hmm. You, you, you'd want to say something to Razor Ray, wouldn't you? I think he'd be up for a chat. Oh, I reckon he would too. Yeah. Yeah. From my understanding, he's a very kind of friendly and, and funny guy. Yeah, very very affable. Yeah. But yeah. you'd still want to go, oh, you know, how was your day? You And just slip in. You'd, you're so anyway, low dog cunt. Yeah, you're a low dog cunt. <laughs> um, but good on you for seeing you up here and uh, enjoy your flight. Yeah. You're fucking, you're there only would be a few that you'd recognise. <clears throat> you recognise Ray. You'd yeah. You'd recognise... She's just walking in, in civilian clothes. Chelsea Roffey. Yeah, would they be getting about in, say, an AFL tracks? No, because remember I flew back from... Uh, when I did the kick up at GWS, mm-hmm. I flew back with the umpires. I remember I said to you, there were, there were three guys watching the game back and I knew they were doing some kind of analysis and it took me a while to work it out and they were the umpires. Yeah. 
So I didn't recognise them, but uh, yeah, they're, they're very busy on the plane. They, they, they don't stop thinking about it. I know people say if they were full-time, we'd have better umpires, but I, I, I disagree. I think they do enough. Yeah, I don't buy that idea that if they have to be full-time. Why do they have to be full-time? What are they going to be out there on Saturday afternoon thinking about, oh, fuck, I didn't send that email at work, well, and their mind's not on the job, like well, if they were full-time? What is really a split-decision job? Be like, is that extra, like, you're making calls in, you know, 0.5 a second. But what are they doing from Monday to Thursday well, yeah, if they're they full-time they umpires? Like a lot of long lunches, I'd imagine. Yeah, like how much... They'd probably get... They'd be fitter. Like, not saying they're not fit, but I imagine they'd have more training time. So, you, But how much fitter can they well, be? That's they're the thing. fit. Yeah, I don't know why I would them full And I don't want them fucking making more money. Full-time wage. Fuck that. Fucking yeah, umpires. That, that would be a weird thing. Like, and what happens if you come out of school and you just go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a full-time umpire? Sure, and then your family kick you out of home. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're ostracised from everyone yeah, sure, in, sure. Your, in your state. Yeah, but yeah, Ring a bell. Away. Shame. <laughs> shame. Um, and then, you know, when you're 33 and you're retired, what do you do then? Oh, fucking nothing sadder than a retired <laughs> Retired umpire who, who has done nothing else, who's not, you know, doesn't have a, a, another a job. Back de- a backdrop, yeah. Yeah, like you haven't done your level four fucking coaching yeah. degree to, to go into coaching. You can't go into coaching. Why don't any umpires go into coaching? They go into umpire coaching. Oh, are there many? Uh, I heard an anecdote the other day from someone about it was an umpire boss and... Uh, I won't give names or anything like that. Okay. But it was an umpire boss who worked at a job, day job. Bill Della. Uh, it was an umpire boss. Okay. And um, the the the, the being like uh, one of the co-workers told this story that um, the coaches are like, you know, nah, nah, like, uh, nah, nah, umpiring doesn't bother us. Nah, 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 we don't. Yeah, yeah, it's just the game. And then um, on cue on Monday, um, about 10 coaches would call um, oh, the right. umpiring boss's yeah. work phone. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck was that on the weekend? That's fucking bullshit. But I suppose they loophole. They weren't doing it through official channels. They yes, call okay. Just giving them a, give a chat. Yeah, yeah. I like it. See, that's where you'd want a full-time umpire. See, maybe they could help out, um, you know, Chriso. We've got to get them full-time roles. Well, it's surprising that's actually not an umpire's role. Yeah. Although they, they, they tend to like ex-players do it for some reason. Mm. But that ex-players tend to look after ex-players. Yeah, yeah. That's why I reckon... That's what, if you had an Chris umpire there... Chris O's, Tainted, mate. Yeah, yeah. So if you had an umpire there, he's gone seven weeks. And they go, fucking hell, mate. That's a bit much. And then they, they you know, have a happy middle ground. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, we are going to hit the road, I think. Yes. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Got to remember the gram. We're going to hit the road. Go. Go Blues. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.